This is the Carl Miller Show, where we talk about all things real estate, financial investments, and getting into a home you love. With over 15 years of experience, this is your host, Carl Miller. In this show, we will discuss why it makes sense to move before the spring, and in the second segment, the six reasons why experts believe Q4 of 2022 was the bottom of the recent real estate market cycle. You're listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm your host and the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty, LLC. We're located at 7700 Timberlake Road in Lynchburg, and we are your caring, competent, trusted advisor for real estate sales and service. It's time for a new featured listing from Carl Miller Realty. This week's featured listing is a beautiful split foyer located in the Brookville School District of Campbell County, located at 427 Bedford Springs Road, with a vaulted ceiling, living room complete with a fireplace, an open floor plan, a renovated kitchen, and nice deck overlooking the fenced backyard. You will love this home. With three full bathrooms, a two-car garage, two living areas, and located in Wildwood, just a minute drive past the community pool with memberships available this summer, buy now and be ready for spring flowers and having the option to plant seeds for a garden. Now priced at $319.9. The home will be open this Sunday from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock and Agent Debbie Timberlake will be your host. That's 427 Bedford Springs Drive, 24502, open Sunday 2 to 4. Visit Carmel Realty's new website or social media pages for more information. And thanks for listening to The Carl Miller Show. I'm joined in the studio by Yancey Campbell, our marketing director at Carmel Realty. Welcome, Yancey. Thank you, Carl. Good we, morning. We missed you last week. I missed you guys. Biscuit and I, I think we ran a pretty good show along with Mike Lewis. <laughs> you had a great show. Yeah, I listened I it to it. Good. Yeah, it was, good. it was awesome. I missed y'all. It's, it's good to be back in the studio. And boy, do we have a lot of announcements. So Yes, we do. I'll get started on those. Shout we... out to Biscuit real quick, our amazing producer who <laughs> Anthony makes us sound good every day. Uh, I just press the buttons. Thank you. Well, thanks for pressing the buttons because that's more than what I could do back there. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, hey, you guys, if you have any questions for us, you can find us on social media. We announce this every week. It's at Carl Miller Realty. That is our Instagram and Facebook page. But something that's really fun and new that we've introduced over the past couple of weeks is our new website. Uh, this is a very user-friendly website. Yeah. Um, visit CarlMillerRealty.com to check it out. We've got all of our agents featured on there now with their bios and everything's it it needed some uh it's, long overdue upgrading and now it is there so check it, it out and it's super easy to search neighborhoods that's what i like about it yes, like if somebody's looking yes. in a particular neighborhood it's it's really really user-friendly yep so. i mean there's a drop down with forest Rustburg, any of the surrounding lynchburg areas as well correct as far as events announcements uh the holiday lake 10k is coming up that also has the option of the 25k and the 50k and that is on february 18th which is just under three weeks away which is crazy time's going very fast. <laughs> and then February 11th is the Love in the LSO concert, and we are teaming up with the Virginian and the Lynchburg Symphony Orchestra and doing a giveaway on that. You have until Tuesday afternoon to enter into that, and then Wednesday morning at 9 a.m., the winner is going to be announced. That's on February 1st when we're announcing the winner, and the event is February 11th. So, Got a couple more days to enter into that. And then I know this is a few months away, but everybody's getting their W-2s now. So we're thinking about tax season and we are going to be hosting another shredding day. And that's going to be in April to support Earth Day. Now, Earth Day is on a Saturday this year. So we're going to have this event on that Friday. And then again, that weekend as well on April 22nd is the Freedom 424 5K. We, they have that every year and we're happy to be sponsors of that again. So that's kind of the lineup, what to expect for the next quarter. We have some pretty big goals at our office this year. We sort of, for our staff and mm -hmm. the agents within the internal team, 
we want to help 200 families get where they want to go this year. So we have a 200 transactions. We're going to break that ceiling and we're going to celebrate. But kind of along with that line, we we have a lot of events planned. Yancey, you've got the marketing calendar or or the events calendar pretty filled. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Some of the things we've got going on. You already mentioned shredding day, which is for anyone who wants to get rid of some documents, Mm -hmm. bring them to our office. We've got the shredder there and there probably will even be some Really good coffee and maybe some donuts, I hear. Yeah, absolutely. We had a donut wall last year and we got to do it again. That was a hit. But that is a, that's a public event. But we do so many other things um, within our CRM and our database. So with that goal to break 200 transactions, we want you to attend more of these events that we have and appreciation of our clients. So we've got, we've got 11 plus events slash giveaways this year. So there's a lot going on. (laughs) I've got a job cut out for me this year, but we're so excited. Another event that we do um, that's more via social media, our Mother's and Father's Day giveaways during the summer um, in May and June. Mm-hmm. And then we have our huge fall client appreciation party at Yoder's Farm in September. So we've we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in yeah. 2023. And this this week we just hosted a little event for the business vendors that we refer and that you know make us look good. Yeah. And uh, that was a fun little mixer over at Neighbors Place on Tuesday night. It so was. that it was, was a, lot of fun. a lot of fun. So anyway, we're constantly contributing, and, and we we would lo- we just love our clients and the valuable business our past clients continue to send. As long as the introductions come in, we will continue to host and contribute to our fans who yeah. continue to send us valuable business and speaking of business whether you introduce yourself to us or you're a past client that we've known we are actually doing something in the first quarter of 2023 we started this on january 1st and we are supporting local nonprofits. so the first 20 people we meet to provide a cma to and that's where carl comes out and tells you the value of your home a free personalized home valuation we are going to be writing a 100 check to one of seven nonprofits of your choice so we have a list of nonprofits that uh, we've supported and teamed up with in the past and you can pick from one of those and basically as if you schedule a CMA with us we will donate $100 on your behalf so that's been fun to see the uh, response in that already and we're only sure. three weeks into January yep so for our personalized home market report so that you know what your home's value is we do a deep dive into that and that's you can right. make an informed confident decision yeah well, well, let's talk about spring that's right so Carl I came across an article this week from the NAR and it's just talking about how spring is going to bring a wave of buyers to the market but I kind of wanted to back up a little bit because we we all know spring is a good time to sell and you know spring cleaning it's been like that for ages but it's actually a good time to start now even in january spring is usually the busiest season in the housing market many buyers wait until then to make their move believing it's the best time to find a home but however that's not always the case when you factor in the competition you could face with other buyers at that time of the year because everybody else is thinking the same thing if you're ready to buy a home here's why it makes sense to move forward before the spring market picks up Uh, One, spring should bring a wave of buyers to the market. In most years, the housing market goes through predictable seasonal trends and activity. Winter is typically a quiet point in the year, while spring sees a surge of buyers, and experts project that this year will be no exception. So we've talked about this before, but if you're a serious buyer, start now when all of the people that when it's warming up are like, let's go look at homes. Sure. You know, we're not, we might not be ready to buy right now, but there are people that are ready and you could start now. Yeah. Yeah. There typically are more buyers entering the marketplace uh, in March, April, you know, as the school cycles kind of trend out to where they uh, kids are getting out of school, there tends to be more buyers entering the market. So yeah, you might get the jump on some of the competition if you jumped in today. 
And this article states buyer demand is low due to a combination of normal seasonal trends Mm -hmm. and a reaction to last year's rise in mortgage rates. But rates have started to come down since last November, which has more and more potential buyers planning to jump into the market. That means right now is a sweet spot if you're in a good position to buy before more buyers reappear. Affordability is beginning to improve, but demand is still low for now. Yeah. I would Carl, say relatively you, low. Relatively, yes. <laughs> there's still demand. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. There's not as many buyers in the marketplace right now as there certainly was last February, for yeah, example. Yeah. And again, keep in mind, interest rates were half what they were today. So that, that put a little bit of a sticker shock on people. But but I think the point of this is if you're ready to buy right now, mm-hmm. now's the best time to do so before more buyers enter the marketplace in the next in the next three months. And I want to point out, today's sellers are motivated. Yeah. I mean- Sellers are very, very motivated still. Mm -hmm. Sellers gave concessions to buyers in 41.9% of home sales Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter of last year. That is huge. Mm -hmm. You look at that number from 2020 or 2021, it was probably under 5%. Probably so uh, if you look at national numbers. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, we are really starting to see, you know, concessions come back into play with writing offers and things like that and then being accepted even still. Yeah, I think there is. I think this article is correct. There is a little bit of a window right now. Uh, and there's a bit of a window for buyers. I don't think, and, and the article even points out, this won't last forever. The competition you face could be greater if you wait until, you know, the the leaves are out on the trees and and the flowers mm-hmm. are out. You know, thinking through, you know, April or so. So yeah, it's it's uh, don't wait until spring to make a move if you're ready to go now. Now, obviously, if you're in a lease situation, it doesn't expire right. till June or. You need to sell a house first. Uh, by the way, the, the home sellers, it's a really good time to get on the market. We'll talk about this a little bit more in the second half. But because um, what's interesting, even though the buyer demand is off a little bit, there's still this shortage of houses out here, Yancey. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, there's there's multiple offers happening. And uh, I've been fascinated to see the multiple offer situations on some homes yeah, right now in Lynchburg. Absolutely. Carl, what are, I would love to just talk about this for a second. Your thoughts on mortgage rates. We don't have to dive too deep into that, but they came down a little bit last week. We are going to do a deeper dive into that the second half, so stick around. (laughs) And we are going to talk about this because it's very important. And not only mortgage rates, but also the three factors that affect affordability. Mm. It's very, very important. And we will do a dive into that uh, coming up here shortly. Carl's Clips. Carl's Real Estate Tip of the Week. Buying a home this year? This second edition of a three-part series highlighting the big three non-negotiables of home buying to be aware of in your housing decisions. As a reminder, the big three are right home, right neighborhood, right price. Today, let's discuss right neighborhood. Location, location, location has been touted among real estate advisors as the number one item to consider when purchasing, and this is important. Determine the ideal geographical location based on distance to your primary social, education, and frequently visited centers of your life. Then determine what type of setting you desire. Want five acres or more on rural property? Prefer a very small yard you don't need to spend hours on every weekend maintaining? Want to be in a cul-de-sac neighborhood? Define what an ideal geographical area is for you, then zoom in to different neighborhoods within that area. The location is an unchangeable for both the positive aspect and the negative aspects of a home. Also, consider the topography of the home location. You cannot easily change a steeply sloped lot, or if you're located on a busy street, for example. Also, be comfortable with the surroundings. Whether you're next door to cars on blocks or a beautifully a beautiful landscape yard, these factors are also outside of your control. So in summary, the second big three factor to consider for home buyers is buy location that feels like home for you. Next week, we're going to explore the third factor, right price. And when we come back, we're going to uncover 
Why some experts believe the fourth quarter 22 is a trough of home prices in the U.S. Does our local market pricing also reflect this? And mortgage rates, Yancey, so coming right up. Welcome back to the Carl Miller Show. I'm Carl, your host and the principal broker of Carl Miller Realty. And in the studio with me, as always, is the one and only Yancey Campbell, our marketing director, who continues to help us shine. Not only is she a creator of content and graphics, she is our event coordinator for our office and speaking events. I know we already touched on it, but you want to mention again how this weekend there's two tickets to the Love and the LSO concert and an overnight stay at the Virginian that Carmel Roti is giving away. That's right. So you have until Tuesday to enter into the giveaway that we're doing on social media. Our Instagram and Facebook are at Carl Miller Realty. You can go there and find the video. And we are giving away two tickets to the Love and the LSO concert along with a night stay at the Virginian Hotel. And that's February 11th. You have till Tuesday to enter into that. So Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be a great time. So we have an article that came out about, and this came in from Compass CEO Robert Refkin, how he believes the fourth quarter of 2022 is the bottom of the recent real estate market cycle. In addition to that, there's a number of other CEOs and people, industry leaders that are saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. And basically, there's six reasons why, and thought we'd dive into that a little bit. And the very first one was a 25% increase in weekly mortgage applications just wow. in the last 10 days. Interesting. 25% weekly increase in mortgage. So what that tells you, we talked about the buyer demand, how it's mm-hmm. off a little bit. The buyer demand is already starting to pick up a little bit. Yeah. So when you see 25% increase just in a couple of days about mortgage applications, those are buyers that intend to buy. And those in, are January, in January, too. I mean, this isn't even March and April right. where it's starting to pick up. So that's very interesting. Yeah. So the buyers are starting. And I, you know, just talking to a couple of lenders, we had our little business mixer, as you know, Tuesday night, just talking to a couple of the buyers. They were talking, our lenders, they were talking about how they're seeing the calls coming in, the applications coming in. So it's already starting the, the early spring market. So I know we just talked about how buyer demand might be down, and I think it still is. It's still a good time to jump in, mm-hmm. but just just be aware, uh, buyer demand is on the uptick. Yeah, absolutely. The second thing uh, that is that is a factor here is that mortgage rates. So this is back to your question from last half. Mortgage rates continues to move down to a four month low. Wow. So here's what happened: is that the mortgage rates rose very very rapidly last year. We're all aware July, August, like boom, it just it just accelerated so fast. And that speed of that increase kind of definitely put the brakes on the market activity. But now the rates are dropping. And just even in the last 10 days, again, mm-hmm. mortgage rates dropped even more. Mm-hmm. So do you do you predict that we'll see that even more as spring approaches? I I think there's a good chance that they will. And I actually had this conversation with a client uh, earlier earlier on Friday mm-hmm. uh, morning. I had a client call asking that very question. And here's the, here's what I'll say. The, the, and we talked about this on the show a little bit. The yield spread, you know, between what the Fed rate is, the the, the mortgage money that Fed trades at, mm-hmm. versus the mortgage rate, there was a yield spread there that was over two percent, and that that's high. Normally, it's not that high. Mm-hmm. So the mortgage money, the commercial money in the mortgage business, they they kind of factored in already. Fed rates. Rising, so that's why the last Fed rate increase, we didn't see mortgage prices go up. The the mortgage money had already built in what the Fed said they were going to do, which is raise the rates. Yeah. So I think that the yield spread is very very high, and it's and that's going to come down. So there's more that can be skimmed off the top, according to Lawrence Yoon, chief economist for NAR. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if they're going to keep dropping, but I don't think it's going to go up much unless the Fed continues to climb and climb and climb throughout the year. Which right. 
Who knows? Which is possible, it's but possible. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Right. Another factor is, and we can't really measure that here, but increase in buyer's interest as determined by open house traffic. Hmm. So the NAR has access to data reporting for open house traffic from various brokerages across the country. Right. And they're seeing more traffic coming into the open houses that are being hosted. So just another little indicator right. that, that, that showcases demand. And the, and the a fourth item is that in the last quarter of 2022 – and we already talked about this, 42% of sellers were giving concessions to buyers at the That's closing huge. table. That's huge. A 10-year high. So, and I think what this is saying is motivated sellers, like you alluded to last, uh, last uh, just a few minutes ago, but also the fact that sellers being motivated, giving concessions, then is drawing buyers back into the market. Yeah. Another thing is that home builder sentiment improved for the first time in one year. So home builders were pretty pessimistic on the market, and we actually saw some major metro areas, Houston, Texas, for example, where building permits just kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And but now that's changed, and the and the home builder uh, sentiment is just improving on the surveys that are giving out there. And so they're getting back in the game. Building permits are being drawn again, and we're seeing a, a construction of houses start to start to reestablish as we're in the early stages of the first quarter of this year. And the sixth item is that pending closings, while they were down 30% in the fall, over the last few weeks, the pending listings in our markets all over the U.S. that were nearly flat have been increasing. So, and even locally, we're seeing this. Um, we have, as of Friday, 224 houses for sale, single-family homes, but the pending sales, that number is actually higher than the amount of available mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing the pending number tick up as every week goes by since since about the um, end of November. Something I have noticed about these six points, and it's not all of them altogether, but a lot of, especially in the 42% of sellers giving concessions mm-hmm. to buyers, people are hearing these stories and that's making them want to get into the game now. Mm, yeah, They're yeah. hearing about their yeah. friends that, oh, they covered that much closing expenses and it's giving people more buyers, more hope, I think. Right. You know what? I think that's a good point because there was a lot of negativity in the third quarter and fourth quarter. And, and, and this was summed up pretty well by another broker I'm friends with is that anytime there's just positive, positive, positive news and you're mm-hmm. at all-time highs on any market, like when, when the market's at the pe- tip, the peaking point, and people are expecting it to drop, yep. any hint of bad news kind of grabs national headlines yes. and people start saying, oh, it's a bad decision, it's a bad thing to do, don't don't buy a house. We've had some clients that have you know the grandfather or the dad or the uncle whispering in somebody's ear saying, yep. hey, you shouldn't be buying a house right now. But at the end of the day, I mean, really... <laughs> Who cares what the market does to some degree if you're buying a home to live there and you're going to be there five years? It's one thing if you're an investor buying a home to flip, right? And you're going to sell it again in six months. Exactly. Or you're a builder and you're, you want to know what the trends are in the community because obviously you've got to sell that house to be profitable. But a home buyer living there that's going to be living there, I mean, we know historically that homes go up 3% a year on average. And, you, you know, you're putting a roof over your head. You're being need, need for a family. I mean, a home is much more than just the dollars and pennies of mm-hmm. what the markets do kind of on a quarter-by-quarter basis. Yeah. And no, I, think, I, I like that you pointed that out because, like, as an investor, yeah, if interest rates are at 10%, yeah. it's not wise to invest in that. It, but it, It's a numbers game. At the end of the day, people need a roof over their head. Yeah, so if yeah. it's a primary residence, then – you know, yep. explore your options on that. Definitely. And again, you know, like we talked about in the Carl's Clips, you know, find a home that's in a good location that you like. And last week we talked about the house itself, meeting your needs as far as the architectural style and the condition. Yep. 
So again, it's you know, a home is much more than just dollars and cents. It, mm-hmm. it represents safety, it represents a place of security, it represents a place where you can create memories with your family. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all have fond memories and sometimes not so fond memories. We have memories <laughs> of the places we grew up, right? Yeah. And so that's really what home ownership is about. And it's it's giving you the freedom to paint the wall, add a dog to your house if you want to without having to get permission from your landlord. <laughs> if you right. want to build a fence, yeah. if you want to plant a shrub, if you want to put bird houses up, you know, plant some flowers. Yeah, go for it. Have a garden. <laughs> So all those things that, that home ownership gives, uh, the freedom that it brings. Well, kind of along this same theme, the, the National Association of Realtors has also been posting just a nonstop flurry of information this week, kind of supporting these trends. So one interesting trend, Yancey, is December of 2022. Again, traditionally, December is like the slowest month of the year. It halted a six-month straight slide of closed homes. So in other words, Every single month since June, July, August, September, the number of sales was declining month over month. Like every month, it was less sales than the previous month. Well, December, that came to a stop. Mm. December closed sales were actually up 2.5% from the previous month. That's, that halted a six-month skid. Very interesting. Yeah, that, that actually surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, so as far as locally, mm-hmm. uh, what are prices doing? Yeah, so prices. Okay, great question. We, we actually talked about this a little bit in our brokerage meeting this week. Uh, 2022, let's just look at 2022 for all of Lynchburg. So Lynchburg and three touching counties, single family homes. Mm-hmm. The median sales price in Lynchburg and three touching counties was $260,000. Now that was for the entire year of 2020. All right, so then what's it doing today? And the way I can best get that data is just to look back at the most recent window. And so I, I like to use more than 30 days. I went back 90 days just to get an at 90 days. The last 90 days, the median sales price is within $100 of that, two fifty nine nine. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah, yes. so so the prices locally have not yeah. skidded. I mean, okay, $100. Yeah, but I mean, gosh, <laughs> compared to yeah. what I, we've seen. I actually, I actually expected to see several points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really did. And when yeah. I when I when the numbers came out and of course we have the data in now it's here and that was as of January 25th just going back uh 90 days 259.9 is the yeah. median sales price. So it hasn't it's so it's been very very uh just stable. Just solid stable. Do you think prices will be stable this year like we discussed at the end of the year. You know, we kind of do our little recap. I'm interested to see what we're going to say in December. Right. And of course, we'll continue to monitor this as we get into spring, but there's no doubt in my mind. You know, Like you said, I predicted in Mm -hmm. December that prices would be stable Mm -hmm. and they might fluctuate 1% on either side of where we were in the third quarter. Yeah. But, But I'll say this, based on the incredibly low supply of homes, I'm really betting that if we're going to go 1%, one direction is going to be up. It's not going to be down. It's going to be up. So can we talk real quick about three factors that buyers should be aware for affordability? Like, what does that look like? Yes. So keeping current matters, again, one of our trusted resources from Mm -hmm. the National Association of Realtors, they published a great article this week about this very thing, about affordability. And the three factors are home prices, interest rates, and wages. Mm. You know, as all, as we already discussed, the prices are stable, you know, locally and nationally. They are what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of, they're outside of a buyer's control and they're outside of a seller's control too. But but they are in a buyer's favor as we just talked about cuz sellers are starting to give a little bit of concessions even though the prices are stable. There are motivated sellers are giving some concessions. Um, interest rates are declining. And in fact, since the rates are now in the 6% range instead of the 7% range, as we saw just a few months ago, buyers are going to pay $2,700 less annually for an average house in the United States. So that 1% dip saves Americans 27%, I'm sorry, $2,700 less annually for, for an average house. Mm-hmm. And here's the fascinating number. This means now that 1.4 more, 1.4 million 
more tenants, and 4.3 million more homeowners can now afford an average price house today than they could three months ago when the rates that's were at 7%. Significant. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah, that's a lot Just of people one, right there. 1.4 tenant, million tenants mm-hmm. and 3.4 I mean, million more homeowners. So if you think about it, that's over, you know, combined over 5 million people that can now afford the average price house yeah. that couldn't afford it three months ago when the rates were at 7%. Yeah. That's very interesting. So you talked about this at our brokerage meeting, how household income can be a wealth building tool mm. for people. In fact, Dave yep. Ramsey quotes. Yeah. Okay. So so this is the third the third factor is wage growth. And mm-hmm. nationally now, wages are up and they're trending up. And so to your point, Dave Ramsey says, and I like it. I mean, I, I, I listen. I don't agree with everything Dave Ramsey says, but I love this line that your income is your biggest wealth building tool you possess. So if you don't like your wages, become more skilled, add more value, maybe perhaps spend more time in the activity that pays. The marketplace does reward contribution. And Zig Ziglar, who's passed away, his son Tom Ziglar still runs Ziglar Enterprises, used to just have this famous line, you can have everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want in oh, life. That's very that's a good quote right there. Yeah. Hmm. And so again, so if you think about it in the marketplace and economics, mm-hmm. You add enough value to the marketplace, to your employer, to to the demands of people. Mm-hmm. Create a niche, and like we talked about with Bill Hampton, if you find the need and meet people's needs, yeah, boom, it goes mean, a lot you, further. You get paid for that, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of fun. So hopefully, hopefully that's helpful. So again, the three factors are uh, prices of homes, which are stable, prices of mortgage money, which are down, thank God, and the prices of wages, which are actually up. So it's going in the buyer's favor. For a change. And now, the bizarre real estate fact of the week. With an average rent of $695 for a single family residence, Springfield, Missouri, <laughs> is the cheapest among the U.S.'s most popular cities. We actually, Carl and I, uh, were going back and forth. Is it Springfield, Montana, or Missouri? Because it, this bizarre fact said Montana, but it, it is, in fact, it, Missouri. It was Missouri, but but you get you piqued my interest. So yeah. I went down the Google rabbit hole, and guess what? There are a lot of small towns in Montana <laughs> where houses are priced well under $150,000. Yeah. So Deer Lodge, Mile City, yep. Chinook, Montana, to name a few. Mm-hmm. All right, so you might need to drive two or three hours to get to a major box retail store. Oh, well, that reflects the price right there. <laughs> but it goes to show America is a great big place, and you know what? All real estate prices are indeed local. That's right. Well, if you have real estate questions you want answered on the air, send your questions to any of our social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in to The Carl Miller Show, your local, caring, competent, trusted advisors for real estate sales. If you're looking to move this winter, contact us today at carlmillerrealty.com. We are fully equipped to help you get where you want to go. For a detailed market report of your home's value, reach out to us. The first 20 custom market valuation report appointments we do this year, we are writing a $100 check to one of seven local nonprofits of your choice. Visit carlmillerrealty.com or call us to schedule an appointment, and we'll see you next week.